Merry Christmas, tailgaters. Welcome to Homefield Tailgate for this Christmas edition, um, where we're talking about anything and everything sports. Um, and we've got a great episode coming for y'all today. Yeah, we're excited to have y'all uh, for our Christmas special. We've got a few bowl games to talk about, as well as some uh, Christmas extravaganza questions. But uh, y'all know it's uh, Birchie, Addison, myself, Thomas, and we're excited to have y'all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and we're getting ready for Christmas, uh, wrapping up the, the work weeks just ended for me. Uh, I don't know. Thomas, are you done with work? Uh, no, I got one more client I'm going to talk to after uh, this Zoom, and then we'll be good to go. Very He's nice. hardworking man. Virtue, yep. are you done with work for the week? Yeah, we actually uh, got off early yesterday, which was nice. So uh, I'm done oh. until January 3rd. Oh, wow. You get a big break. I'll be yeah. back at it Monday. <laughs> I'm, off the clock. I'm off the clock, but I'm still at the office. Yeah. So I have a little different backdrop today. But no Santa hat today. No Santa hat, but we're drinking water again this hey. week. I got you. Yeah, I'm a bubbly, bubbly lime today. Hydrating no only. Exactly. How was everyone's uh, weekend? What's new? It's great. Great weekend. I've been having a good time. How was That's Robert good. Grantham's birthday? Mr. Robert Grantham's birthday was phenomenal. Uh, we need to figure out, we can probably post this on our Instagram or something now. I've, so for, um, we got him a, um, a cameo from okay. Houston Nut. Oh, awesome. It is hilarious. It's so good. Mary Morgan and I got it for him. And um, it's, it's hilarious to watch. We've got a, uh, it's like four minutes long. I think we can put that on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. we can definitely. You'll get, you'll get a kick out of it for sure. That'll be one of our next posts. Yeah, I like it. That's good. Um, my little sister Kathleen had her debutante ball this weekend. So I uh, did that. And then that was fun. She had some friends come in town. Um, yeah, it was good. It's a fun time. That's about it's it. Like a fun time. Shout out, Kathleen. <laughs> got into UVA and she's a debutante. So That's really right. she's just, she's peaking right now. She um, really has. So really yeah. proud of her. We'll have to get her on the pod. Oh, for sure. That's a great idea. I think she's still asleep right now at 1209, <laughs> but you know, teach their own. Yeah. College kids, you know? Awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, where college kids want to go is probably going to be the Bahamas bowl, um, middle Tennessee state versus Toledo Addison. What'd you think of the game? Well, it was a very difficult watch for me, to be honest. Um, I, it was hard to watch. It just wasn't, wasn't great football, in my opinion. Um, Middle Tennessee covered the plus 10 and a half and won. Toledo's quarterback is not good. They were kind of hyping him up the game, talking about him. He's not great. I, I, didn't, I didn't like watching that game. It was, it was ugly. Yeah, a lot of these games early on are kind of ugly. I think that's going to be a constant theme as we talk about most of the recap games from last week. I watched this game kind of during work. It was on a Friday, I believe. I wasn't yeah. super interested in the game. It, it just was kind of boring throughout the entire time. Yeah, that's what I was doing. It was 11 a.m. on a Friday. Yeah. Bertie, have you said, did you watch it? Um, I watched part of it. Um, I obviously was playing for Middle Tennessee, so was pretty excited about it for my win. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but I didn't watch the whole game, so. Good, good. 
The next game was a little better, the Cure Bowl. Oh, yeah. I have – I was uh, uh, um, very excited about that game because I wanted Coastal Carolina to win. Um, so, 47-41. Overall, it was, uh, it was a fine game until the fourth quarter when I think it, like, got a lot better. Um, so, last nine minutes, we had a 40-yard touchdown to get Coastal Carolina closer to winning 41-39. Then lost six minutes, had another – a touchdown um, and a two-point conversion made it 47-41 Coastal Carolina up. Their defense really just kind of shut down uh, Northern Illinois, which I thought was pretty good. Uh, Northern Illinois didn't really play well in the fourth. Um, they were in the red zone in the last 40 seconds, uh, still couldn't do it and lost. And it was actually Coastal Carolina's first bowl game in program history and they won. So pretty good game for them. I was excited and uh, overall proud of the team. So well, it sounds like someone came more prepared than the rest of us for their <laughs> games. Um, I watched this game while I was waiting for my flight. It got delayed several times, leaving Dallas for Birmingham. Um, if you like offense, this was a really fun game. It kind of seemed like there were a couple really crucial stops. I think Coastal Carolina in the fourth quarter had a massive stop on fourth down to kind of take control of the game. Um, but Virtue kind of said it all. Do you have anything to say, Addison? No, if I cut out for a second, so if I cut out, that's why. Uh, okay. This game was a lot more exciting and fun to watch. Oh, and he's... Oh. Go ahead, sorry. Am I back? Am I good? Yeah. I was very happy Northern Illinois covered. Uh, Thomas and me were both correct on that. Birchie, I think you were there too on, on Northern Illinois plus 12 and a half. Yeah, I was. I just was way, way no. too many points in a bowl game like that. I, uh, I had Coastal Carolina. Oh, uh, well, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, a game where I was wrong like Birchie with Coastal Carolina um, was Western Kentucky versus Appalachian State. I had no idea Western Kentucky's quarterback is like the record for most passing touchdowns in a season. Uh, that is a stat that just astounds me completely. Uh, he crushed Appalachian State in a game that I thought Appalachian State was going to win. So he broke – that record in one less game than it took Joe Burrow to do it. Yeah. It's super, and I think, honestly, like, that kid's good. Um, I know the competition's a little bit lesser and whatnot. Like Joe, Bur Joe, Joe Burrow did in the SEC. But that's still impressive. And no 60 one 60-something touchdowns is always impressive. No one has talked about him at all this, this whole season. His um, name is – I'm looking up his name. Keep talking while I, I find it. Well, I just I, I think it's disrespectful that no one's talked about the kid all year long, and he's just been putting up mind-boggling numbers. And um, I just think he needs more credit than what he's got. Bailey Zapp, Z-A-P-P-E, Zappe is his name. Zappe. 62 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, also led all of college football in passing yards with 5,967. If this guy has another year of eligibility, I wouldn't mind having him on all Miss. That'd be pretty fun. He but, should have been invited to New York. He should have been invited to New York for the Heisman. Yeah. He had the numbers, too. I don't care who you play for. That's unbelievable. I didn't – I literally had no idea until two days ago, three days ago when they played. So, yeah, that's impressive. It is. I didn't know. Mm -hmm. All right, moving on. We at New Mexico Bowl. That's right. Talk about unbelievable. 
right? Yes. What? <laughs> the New Mexico Bowl, 24 versus 31, Fresno State. Allison? Yeah, Fresno State won. Um, they did not cover. I thought they would. I thought they would because they're just. I mean, I thought they were just better team. Um, they have a good quarterback. They had a solid year. They had a bump in the road in the middle of the year, but that happens. Um, but I, I did not see the game honestly. I thought Fresno State would win, and they did. UTEP had a great I, season. Congrats to them on a great year. I didn't spend any time watching this, so I can't really talk about it. But Fresno State had the better quarterback, so I took them. That's fair. Independence Bowl. We got Thomas's team, UAB. Yeah. Uh, so this game I actually did watch. BYU. That's right. I never was in doubt. I mean, Birmingham's team, the city rallied around them in Shreveport, Louisiana. It was a gross game. Um, BYU, you might talk about how they didn't want to be there. Maybe that's true. But no, they got their tail spaked by the UAB Blazers. And I'm so mm-hmm. proud to be from Birmingham. <laughs> that's what I thought I, I thought UAB would at least cover just because BYU coming from so far away coming from Utah and you know not playing in a big bowl game I didn't think they'd be show up for it and UAB did UAB was excited to play that competition and showed out it's still super impressive you know it wasn't that long ago UAB didn't have a football team for a year right they came back they have a new brand new stadium super nice Right there in the middle of Birmingham. It's right next to Top Golf. Right next to Top Golf. Uh-huh. It's beautiful. Uh, they've got a lot of momentum going forward. That's a that's a solid football program. Bill Clark's a good coach, and he stuck with them through the whole period where there wasn't a football program for a couple of years. Granted, like how they've been able to be so successful is because they were able to front load on recruiting classes because they didn't have anybody on scholarship for a few years. So the yeah. recruiting classes were like 40 to 50, which is absurd. So yeah. all those guys are like seniors now and they have some depth. So that's kind of why they've been so competitive and done so well. But also Bill Clark's just a good coach too. Yeah. Well, it's being in Birmingham, ton of kids there. Alabama's a pretty talented Richfield State. You can't, sure. compete, with, can't compete with Alabama and Auburn. Uh, but you're going to get some of those guys. You can still go into Atlanta, get a few players. So they're in a good location. Yeah, they are. Are they changing conferences? Do they just get a new conference with all that? I Atlanta? believe they are. Let me check on that. Wow. What UAB, are they in now? They are in the Conference USA right now. Okay. Wow. What's BYU? The same? They're going to the American Conference. Uh, UAB is joining the American Conference. BYU awesome. is going to the Big 12, I believe. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I forgot to be by using that. Yeah. Lending Tree Bowl, East Michigan, Eastern Michigan versus Liberty. Hugh Freeze. Hugh Freeze can show up for some of these big games. Um, I believe he's only ever lost one bowl game. And that was the Peach Bowl, and Ole Miss had a ton of injury issues that year. Um, he gets his teams up for some of these big games, for sure. Un- completely underwhelming in road games against lesser opponents. Uh, we've seen that with him throughout history. But these big games, you can pretty much put your money on Hugh Freeze and he's going to come through for you. Yeah. I'm very curious to see what Liberty looks like post Malik Willis because I think Hugh Freeze is a good coach and I'm not disagreeing with anything you're saying, Addison, but 
that quarterback has carried Liberty the past two seasons against inferior competition. So I'm very intrigued what happens next for Liberty. Hugh Freeze has always been able to get a quarterback so far. I don't think he's ever not had one, a solid yeah. one. I mean, yeah. Chad Kelly, Shea Patterson, Bo Wallace. Um, wow. Who else did he recruit at Ole Miss? Maybe that's it at Ole Miss. But then Malik Willis. And I can't remember the kid's name who he had at uh, at Arkansas State, but I know he had a solid quarterback there. That was so long ago, I don't remember. But I don't either. And he still he recruited a guy like Devontae Kincaid, um, who went and had a great career at Grambling after he transferred from Ole Miss. Okay. So. Yeah. All right. The LA Bowl. Also, I found out today is also the Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl. I didn't know that. I don't know if that's new or what. Um, <laughs> first year. First year. Oh, wow. Congrats, yeah, Jimmy Kimmel. Movie. You have your own. Kelsey, uh, Jimmy Kimmel's the guy that has the beef with Matt Damon. Is that right? I have no idea. I Probably think that's – well, anyways, I think that's right because in the L.A. – the Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl – and the urinals that had uh, Matt Damon's face on the little toilet cake so you could, you know, hit Matt Damon, essentially. No way. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, well, it was 24-13. Uh, Utah State won against Oregon State. I mean, so far to me, it seems like Utah in general is just crushing Oregon in, in <laughs> So every time – I feel like the past four weeks we've been talking about – Utah or Utah State playing Oregon or Oregon State. So um, just felt like I was looking up another game. I didn't watch this game, but Utah just seems like superior, superior state. Um, and they just – Utah State just took the lead, and it wasn't a crazy game in my opinion. But um, that's all I got for, for that one. I kind of agree with you. I mean, Utah State – took care of business. Oregon State's a mediocre Pac-12 team, which means they would be like, what, four and eight in the SEC maybe. So congratulations on going to a bowl game, but it doesn't really matter. Yeah. All right. What we got next? New Orleans Bowl. Thomas, Marshall versus Louisiana. Yeah, this was uh, UL Lafayette's first game without Billy Napier as head coach. Um, they're still a talented team. They have a great foundation with their program. Whoever takes over is built for success. Um, and that's kind of how the game went. UL Lafayette covered and won decisively, just kind of like what we talked about earlier last week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, even yeah. without without Billy Napier, they looked good. Um, that's a solid program in Louisiana. Just has to play second field to LSU. But they're going to be okay, even without Napier. Yeah. Um, all right. Myrtle Beach Bowl, Addison, Tulsa versus Old Dominion. I didn't see a single snap of this game, but Tulsa covered the minus eight and they won 30 to 17. First play from scrimmage was a kickoff return for touchdown for Old Dominion. And then they scored one offensive touchdown the rest of the game. Yeah. So that's about it. Other than that, um, Tulsa kind of controlled the game. Yeah, mm -hmm. they did. Um, famous Idaho Bowl. Let's go. Um, the Blue Field Bowl, Kent State versus Wyoming. Kent State won. I mean, they did not win. They lost. Um, 
they scored 38, Wyoming scored 52. Um, and yeah, the blue field is cool. Uh, Levi Williams had a great performance for Wyoming, thought that was great. Um, but what my favorite part, since I didn't even watch this game, but I found out also today, um, they have a fun and unusual tradition. Y'all might already know about this, but uh, they do a fry bath. So instead of having a Gatorade thing filled with Gatorade, obviously, um, or water that you pour on the coach, they have uh, French fries. So um, I'm sure since it was cold, the coach was glad that it was French fries instead of Gatorade. But I thought that was uh, pretty interesting. Which one was uh, the smoothie? What? One of these, uh, they poured a smoothie on the coach. Now I can't remember which game it was. Smoothie bowl. I can't remember either. I know for the Duke's Mayo Bowl, they're going to pour mayo on whoever mm. wins. Ew. Um, hey, uh, Addison, we got a question from Wesley. He wants to know how much worse our gambling uh, problems have shown from hosting a podcast about college sports gambling. Wesley, well, before we answer the question, I just want to say happy Festivus. I know it's your favorite day of the year. So um, <sighs> thank you for airing your grievances to us. Is he a big Seinfeld fan? Huge Seinfeld guy. Yeah. Wow. Great sitcom. Top five sitcom, top five sitcom <laughs> all time. Wow. No, I feel like um, – well, when we first started this, I went through a bad two-week stretch. Yep, to where same. I was so bad, I didn't even gamble on on the third <laughs> week. And then since then, since then, I've been fine again, back up around sixty percent. So, yep. I'm hovering around sixty-five percent on the year. So I'll take yeah, that. Yeah. I'm barely above fifty on the year. But hey, that's still you're still making money. I've got two hot stretches and one ice cold stretch. Yeah, I had a very, like for like a three or four week span where I felt like right when we started the show, I just lost every pick I made for like four weeks. It was great. Yep. Yep. All right. Frisco Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> UTSA 24 against San Diego State uh, 38. San Diego State covered minus three. Also didn't see a snap of this game. Um, but that wasn't that surprising. I mean, it was just kind of what we expected. UTSA kind of had a Cinderella story there for a while. They were playing really well. I think they still finished, what, 11 or 12 and 2. Um, mm -hmm. But San Diego State's kind of one of the most dominant, like, group of five teams. They're never, like, you know, top 10, but they're always in the top 25. So they're a very consistent program at that level. Yeah, they are. Also, uh, Wesley Rule says that Friends is trash. So, um, I'm not a huge fan of the laugh track. Not a huge fan of the laugh track, Wesley. That's I kind of agree with you on that one. Um, and not every joke has to be a punchline. You know, not every line has to be a punchline. So, I mean, I Friends like is good, though. But I'll, I'll take that, Wesley. I respect that opinion. All right. I've never been, I've never been a Friends fan. I don't think it's like the best show ever, but I think it's like a good background show where you're watching, but it's not like your go-to pick, you know? So it's a show that you put on when you want to play on your with your phone and there's just something on the TV. Yeah, I guess so. Okay, all right. Good. Uh, yeah, all right. <laughs> Armed Forces Bowl. I actually did watch this one. Uh, Army 24 uh, to Missouri 22. Um, I watched the second half. Um, and thought it was a good game, especially at the very end, the kicker 
uh, had his like, it was tied with his career longest kick or whatever and scored um, for Army to win. The celebration was really cute. They were putting the kicker cold tally up and everybody was just hugging him and they were all so happy. So um, I feel like, you know, even though Missouri was in the SEC, you can't, you can't feel sad about Army winning just because America. Um, Get so, rid against the troops. Yeah, of course. So that's uh, – those were my thoughts. What about y'all? Well, I'll call Thomas out real quick. I believe Thomas was on Army last night. Ended up being – He's talking about I Missouri fun defense being bad. I didn't end up betting on it. Um, but I really thought about taking Missouri plus seven. But I just – I didn't know what to do on this one, going to be honest. Look, my motto in these bowl games, when in doubt, take the SEC school. They're going to be more talented than most of the other teams. And for the most part, they're probably going to get up for it just because they like playing football so much. Uh, but it, that's the best bowl game we've had so far this year, easily. I'm kind of – yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm glad Army won. I'm not the biggest fan of Missouri, except that they're in the SEC. Plus, you got to go for the troops. And just winning off a field goal the way they did, uh, it was pretty cool. So that's did been the best bowl so far. Did y'all see the Missouri kicker make a kick and then salute? Do this. Yeah, that was that was bold. I didn't, I didn't think anything about it at the time, but people have been just dogging on him on Twitter for doing that against Army. Like just saying like unpatriotic, like mocking him or something. I don't know if that's what he was going for or not, but uh very interesting. I didn't know what y'all's takes were on that. I mean, I didn't really think anything of it. I guess I can understand why, but, you know, people are always going to find a reason to be pissed off about something. So that's just the way it is. Ain't that the way, boy. Uh, all right, guys. Can I, uh, can I talk to you all about something? Because I kind of yeah. have an issue. Uh, Wesley, feel free to chime in as well. Um, I need help finding a, a Christmas gift. I don't really know. Uh, do you all have any ideas? Um, yeah, I actually have the perfect gift idea for you, Thomas. Um, okay, what is it, Birchie? Are, is your friend, like, pretty talented and, you know, professional and have a lot of to Of course, of course, yeah. uh, they absolutely are, yeah. We have the perfect gift for you. Um, give them the gift of a conversation with Serge. Um, oh, okay. I don't know if we told y'all about Serge, but, um, let them know how talented you think they are and how they could be making money through their conversation this year with Surge. Um, it's easy to sign up as a creator. Go to surge.co and sign up and start making money uh, with your conversation. So give the gift of Surge. But don't create an account for them. I think that's like illegal. Just like, I don't know, print it off and say you should do this. I'm giving you the gift of an idea. Right. Um, I don't know where Addison went, but we're going to call on the Surge line. Um, my brother Emery. Okay. Uh, he's about to come in. All right, but sweet. We, we have no idea where Allison is. Where do you guess he is? This Thomas? this tends to happen like at least once an episode. He just disappears yeah. for some reason. Oh, here we go. We got we got Emery with the with the uh, surge line. What's up, Emery? Surge line. Yeah, come. Yeah, hey, 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 home field tailgate. <laughs> What's up, Emery? What's going on? I'm I'm Birchie's older brother, and um, you know I'm a I'm a long time listener, uh, first time caller, <laughs> um, and I had an announcement related to Birchie's Christmas, specifically 
her okay. Christmas present and how okay. she's not going to be getting one this year. <laughs> um, yeah. And it's pretty, it's a pretty sad, pretty sad story. And really the story behind it was last Saturday, I was kind of minding my own business, um, right. following along to all the home field tailgate uh, content that is so great. Uh, it's so great. Uh, pushed out and I saw that there was uh, this guaranteed lock on a certain NFL game. I think it was a bonus oh, no. <laughs> for the uh, Pats Colts. Yeah, I, I remember that game. Had to take yep. Pats money line. And I said, oh, this is great. You know, money's tight this time of year. <laughs> I put my whole paycheck on it because, right. you know, this is a lock. So I didn't even Saturday <laughs> doing things, didn't even didn't even watch the game really. <laughs> like, if these guys say it's good. It's, it's good. Right. It's gotta be good. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but you know, I, I, you know, I remember <laughs> that it was, the game was on Saturday night and had some money on it. And uh, you know, I, I checked the score going into the fourth quarter and yep. I was a shocked that to see that the Colts were up 20 to nothing. That's um, right. They were. Yeah. Uh, money line lock. So I, I guess, you know, I, you know, Bertie, I'm sorry about not getting you a, a present. It's, but I, it's I just totally wanted... fine. That was actually Bertie's pick, which is what that you was don't know. Pick. It was Bertie. It definitely wasn't me. It was 1,000% Bertie. So you can't be mad. No, I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. No, that was, that was me. Feedback on organized about it. I felt good about it. Are you all going to keep doing NFL picks, or is, is was that just a one no. and done? Generally speaking, I'm I've done better at NFL. I'm not amazing at it, but you know that's on me. I'm sorry. I'll have to get Virtue a Christmas present uh, as an apology. Yeah, yeah, that was a crazy game, though. Um, they almost pulled off the comeback at the end. Mac, Mac then, Jones still have a lot of hey. He does. Yeah. Yep, he's beating Georgia, so he can't be too bad, right? Well, every every. Uh, <laughs> Every Alabama team's beating Georgia, so that's not saying much. But. Yeah. Hey, hey, we'll see what happens next time. I think that I think Georgia's going to wake up for the playoff, but we'll see. We'll see. We got COVID, so <laughs> we'll see who shows up on uh, December thirty first. But yeah, should be good. Should yeah, be good. Be fun. Well, I just wanted to share that unfortunate story about Bertie's Christmas. No, I I take full responsibility for that. Don't Thank you for calling me out, Amy. Yeah. I appreciate Bertie, it. Bertie, yeah, Bertie already uh, wrapped her own present that I actually gave. <laughs> She knows that she has a present. It's all in jest, but yeah. uh, I'll see y'all. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Thank you. Speaking of who has COVID, let's go into the teams getting COVID left and right, pulling out uh, their bowl games. Uh, what do y'all think is going to happen with the top four teams? Well, I'm not sure but, uh, with the top four teams. Um It'll be interesting to see. I didn't. I don't know what all the COVID situation is for each one, and and where they are, and how many players have tested and whatnot. Um, I know they're only testing people that are actually sick. They're not testing just to test. Or most of these teams aren't at least. Um, I hope that we don't have anyone have to forfeit and just move yeah, on. Yeah, that would be terrible. I know. I just don't feel like it would just kind of be a waste to me, but. And I think it's dumb that they don't – I mean, like, this is important. It's the national championship. Why don't we postpone the game if we have an issue? Yeah. I know. What's the – why are we not doing that? We. 
we I don't know why they're not doing it. I, that's that's a big deal. I understand the bowl games, maybe not postponing them and stuff, but for the national championship, it they need be. to let these teams yeah. play. Mm-hmm. I don't get if it. Michigan, if Michigan wins because of COVID, we're going to have to riot. Well, how am I? I just won't accept it. I won't even acknowledge it. It'll be the asterisk of all asterisks. I mean, he's used to that with the Dodgers anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Nice. Anyways, um, did y'all see that Wake Forest is now going to play Rutgers in the um, the Tax Slayer Bowl? I didn't know. Yeah. That. Wake Forest is going to beat the hell out of them. Yeah. I don't know what that sp- – is, is there a spread on that yet, Thomas? Um, I'll pretty, check. To be honest. Um, yeah. Wow. The Wake Forest is going to be done. Texas hey. A&M. Hey. And it's uh, more- so- hey, Mr. Wilson. Hold on. Hold on. What? This is great content, everybody. Yeah, he has to go on mute. Um, his, this is what happens when you film a podcast when everybody's home for the holidays, and we just have everyone coming in, and we love it. it it's good content. Um, uh, Texas a is more than just COVID issue. They have injuries and stuff as well, and opt-outs. Injuries, opt-outs, and COVID all into one. It's making them pull out uh, or force them to pull out, and it's yeah so soft. It is soft. I mean, it's it's so bad. They should have just played whoever with whoever yeah. wanted to play. Let them play because yeah. teams did that last year. I mean, shoot, Ole Miss played a, a game with like fifty players or forty eight players last year. Yeah. Um, they could have. I think they could have played if they'd wanted to. They just didn't want to get embarrassed. Okay, yeah. I'm back. Sorry. Welcome back. Thank you. Tommy says hey. Hey, Tom. <laughs> All right. Should we look hey, ahead? Go ahead. Is he still uh, enjoying retirement, Thomas? He is loving retirement. Yep. Has he hit any golf balls lately? Uh, yeah. He he probably plays once or twice a week. So good for him. Good. Okay. Also yeah. watches a lot of golf. You know. Did he, did he watch Tiger and Charlie and all them? Of course he did. Yeah. Even my mom was into it. She was like, "Oh my gosh, this is so cute!" And then we put football on, and she was mad. So we had to change it back to Tiger and Charlie. I have. Go ahead. Sunday, Charlie was impressive. He for was. About, for about three or four holes when they were on the birdie streak, they made 11 straight birdies on Sunday. For about mm-hmm. three or four holes, it was, it was Charlie carrying them. Yeah. He he threw a dart at uh, uh, the par three. Dude Let's can see. play. Huh? Yeah, he's been playing. He can play. Yeah. yeah, he can play. He can play. He threw a dart. They hit from the same tees. Tiger and they were hitting from the same tees. I think he was hitting – he hit a four-iron. Uh, it was beautiful. A little baby draw right at the pin. I saw a, a cute video of Tiger, and it was him watching this video of Charlie and Tiger doing the same exact strokes. Like, um, their form's the same. Even, like, the way that they would, like, hit their nose or whatever it, or, like, take off their glove or anything. And it was sweet to see. He kind of teared up and was like, oh, that's, you know, awesome. But – it was pretty cute. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. Let's talk about the games coming. Let's do it. Two fun games today. Well, one fun game. One other game. Which no. one's the fun one? Fun one's Gasparilla Bowl, Tampa, Florida. Yeah, that would yeah, be awesome. Did I go? Yeah. 
didn't even mm-hmm. think about it. Yeah. I'm surprised uh, Florida is a touchdown and half a point favorite against UCF. Um, I think Gus is going to have the boys ready to go, and they're going to cover that spread for sure tonight. Um, Gus is whose coach? UCF. Yeah. Gus Melzahn. Billy Napier. Beat Auburn. Playing, is he the coach for Florida today? No. No, no. 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 No, no. Okay. Sorry. No, no, you're good. Yeah. No. <laughs> but so yeah, I think I think you see I like UCF here. Okay. I'm kind of the same way. I, I mean, it's interesting because I feel like UCF has wanted to play Florida for a long time. Florida's been like, sure, if you want to come play here, and UCF's always responded with, I want a home and home, which means mm-hmm. like they each play one home game virtually yep. at the other stadium. Um, so I'm glad they're actually finally playing. I wish this was like four years ago or three years ago, whenever UCF was a little bit more relevant. Uh, yeah. But it'll be cool. They still they want to beat Florida for sure. Oh, absolutely, they want to beat Florida. Yeah, it's it's not a bad money line play tonight. I might just uh, you know sprinkle some on just a little money line. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I would talk about <laughs> a fun game. <laughs> Hold on, just give me give me a sec. Thomas's family is uh, really excited that he's home um, and seemed to keep calling down. But uh, Addison and I will kind of talk about the Hawaii Bowl in Honolulu with, I think we touched on this last week, but I'm just like super excited for Memphis to go to Honolulu. Mm-hmm. Even though they're playing Hawaii, who I guess Hawaii doesn't have to leave for uh, the Christmas break. But Yeah, well, real quick, we skipped over the other game today. As oh, Tuesday. sorry. You're good. You're good. The Frisco Classic in Frisco, Texas, obviously. Miami, Ohio uh, is a three-point favorite versus North Texas. Um, so that'll be an interesting game, I guess. Something to put on your TV this afternoon, uh, 2.30. Um, I would say I, I, I want to lean North Texas plus three. I'm leaning North Texas. I'm also leaning it's, North it's Texas. O- it's obvious. It's in Denton. It's really close to me. So I'll go with that. Hold on, uh, Thomas, did your fam, what happened with your fam? Just my mom. She's like, why don't you come to lunch? And I go, I can't, I'm taping a podcast. <laughs> and she was like, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. That Bertie, did you make a pick in the Florida UCF game? I didn't. Um, what did y'all say? <laughs> UCF plus seven and a half. Yeah. I'm going Florida. Oh, no, I can't right. go Florida. I can't. I got to get Yeah. All right. Bert, are you going? No. I have dinner plans with my family otherwise. Oh, well, that'll be fun. Yeah. That'll be fun. <laughs> Thanks. All, All right. right. Now we go to the Hawaii Bowl. Yes. Um, I'm going to go with Memphis. Memphis, minus six and a half versus Hawaii. Hawaii, home field advantage. They're I there. like Hawaii. I like Hawaii. You can't bet against Hawaii and and Hawaii. You just can't do it. But, like, Memphis is going to be so excited to be in Hawaii that I feel like they're going to do hopefully well. They're probably – Why would they be excited? They live in Memphis. It's where dreams come true. Anything other than Memphis is not good, apparently. They're probably not focused. If I had to guess, they're down there. All right, I changed my mind. I'm going Hawaii. But I'm excited. Hawaii covers – What? Yeah. What? 
Memphis is going to have more talent. Memphis can win this game by a touchdown. Give me Memphis minus six and a half. I'm taking Hawaii. I'm taking both. All right, you All can right. take both. That's fine. Let's talk about Christmas. Okay, yeah. let's talk about Christmas. And what's happening in Montgomery, Alabama is the Camilla Bowl. Camellia. Camellia Bowl. Camellia. Wow, that's embarrassing. All right, Ball State versus Georgia State. I mean, I kind of feel bad for them that they have to play on Christmas. Mm-hmm. So Away from their families. Take, yeah, tragic. I'm going to take Georgia State <laughs> plus four and a half in this game. Um, they still run the triple option as far as I know. Uh, they'll control the clock, keep the score low. They can They can keep it to a field goal. I kind of lean the same way. I don't really know much about either of these teams, which is why they're playing at 2.30 on Christmas Day. Um, so I'm, I guess Georgia State's going to cover. I don't really know. Yeah, if I had to take a guess, I will not see a snap of that game. I will definitely not see a snap of that game. I'm, I can assure you that won't happen. Yeah. All right. Then we got the quick lane, Detroit, Michigan, Western Michigan versus Nevada. Okay. Western Michigan isn't what they used to be with P.J. Fleck. They're not rowing the boat as much as they used to. Um, I like Nevada here to win, which means they would um, – actually, yeah, I like Nevada to win and like them to cover. Yeah. I'm going to go Western Michigan. I'm Howdy. also going to go Western Michigan plus one and a half. Let's do it. All right, the Military Bowl in Maryland. Um, ECU, not sure what that is. Uh, versus Eastern Boston Carolina. College. Eastern Carolina. I'm going to Boston College. My best friend went to Boston College. I love Boston College. They're my pick. Okay. I like BC too. My mom's from Boston. I'm going to go with Boston. Yeah, your mom's from Boston. Yeah, yeah. That's why I spend time up there. She's from oh, yeah. Wesley, Massachusetts. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There we go. I know. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take ECU. No reason in particular. All right, Thomas, the Birmingham Bowl on the 28th in Birmingham, obviously. Uh, Houston, they're. Uh, playing Auburn. Houston wins outright. Auburn has to travel to Birmingham in a bus from Auburn to Birmingham that morning, which means they got to wake up at like, what, six to get there on the bus. They're not going to be motivated to win this game. Houston's going to be more motivated. They went outright. I'm with you. Addy? Oh. I don't even know Auburn. who's Auburn going to – who's going to play quarterback for Auburn? Finley? Oh, I yeah. guess Finley with a like broken ankle. Yeah. I know that's that's Bonex, but Finley's got ankle issues too. I haven't thought too much about this game yet. I would say Houston plus three seems like a good bet. Yeah. I'm leaning that way. Houston's not a bad team. Auburn, they're in their home state though. They have home field advantage. I mean, they're only an hour from campus, hour and a half. It's more like two and a half. I like I like Houston here. Auburn's not going to be motivated. 
they're not going anywhere for their bowl game. They're going to Birmingham. They're not going mm-hmm. anywhere that they haven't been before. Yeah, that's true. They'll have some fans there. Oh, they will. Yeah. All right. First responder bowl. University bowl. of Park, Texas. I know where that is. Yeah. Louisville versus Air Force. Um, I'm going to go with Air Force here just because I like the troops. I respect them. Um, one and a half point underdogs. I like it. I'll take it. I'm with you. It's the first responder bowl. I'm going Air Force. Louisville. I've got Louisville. All right. Holiday Bowl, San Diego, California. Also on the 28th, uh, UCLA versus uh, NC State. Um, UCLA is uh, is plus one favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to go. I need time. Y'all go first. I like UCLA here as a one-point underdog um, to win outright. It's pretty much picking when it's just one point. Um, so I, I like UCLA, North Carolina State traveling completely across the country from coast to coast, as Bo Nix would say. I like UCLA to win this game um, and, and have some momentum going into the offseason. They're about to be good in the Pac-12 next year. I'm high on them. I can see both ways. I like NC State just because I've seen them play more than UCLA. And generally speaking, if it's a home game. NC State usually kind of gets up. Away games is where it gets more skeptical or in suspicions, which is why I can see UCLA side with a one-point underdog. Um, but like you say, like Bonix would say, they're going coast to coast. So because of that, I kind of lean UCLA as well here. All right. I'm going UCLA. I like it. Across the board. Going to be effective. All right. Liberty Bowl, Memphis, Tennessee – also on the 28th, Texas Tech um, versus Mississippi State. Mississippi State is a nine-point favorite. Uh, and I will say this, Mike Leach is seemingly very excited for this game, and he wants to mm-hmm. beat Texas Tech. First time he's played them in a long time, he still thinks that they owe him a ton of money. What, 10-year uh, lawsuit that's been going on longer than that, 11-year lawsuit. Um, I think Mississippi State is going to beat the hell out of them. I agree. It's also the it's 12 years Addison and it's 12 years to the day he was fired, December 28th. Wow. I think this is going to be an absolute bloodbath. I think Mississippi State's going to cover and win by probably two touchdowns, maybe 17 points. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going state. All right. Guaranteed rate bowl, Phoenix, Arizona on the 28th at 10:15 p.m. Um, Eastern time, Minnesota versus West Virginia. What are I like West Virginia as a four and a half point underdog. I do too. I'm going Minnesota. All right. Minnesota was kind of up and down this year. They weren't super consistent. I mean, West Virginia is not great. Obviously they're six and six, but um, I think in a bowl game like that, that's too many points. This is a field goal game. I think yeah. that'll be a close one. It will be. Next day is in a, in Fenway Park. We have Virginia, a one-and-a-half dog, or one-and-a-half point favorite versus SMU. SMU going to be eight, is eight and four. Virginia, six and six. I like Virginia here just because I think Brendan Armstrong's a good quarterback. I've been saying it a lot, and he's been disappointing me recently. 
Uh, but I'll ride with him one last time. Virginia covers one and a half points. Against SMU. Against SMU. Yep. I'm going with Kathleen. I'm going Virginia. Let's go. Come on. I'm going SMU. I know they didn't finish the year strong, but they're going to bounce back. They get to go to Boston. I like SMU to cover. Yeah, also on the 29th is the Pinstripe Bowl uh, in New York at 215, Virginia Tech versus Maryland. They're both six and six. Uh, Virginia Tech with minus one and a half. Um, I'm going Virginia Tech. Thomas? I've seen more that I like out of Virginia Tech this year than I have Maryland. Granted, it hasn't been a ton. Both teams are obviously six and six. Um, but I've been more impressed with what I've seen Virginia Tech this season. So because of that, it's one and a half points. That's not a pick em, but it virtually is. I'm going to go Vatek minus one and a half. Maryland started off the year hot until uh, Iowa. Iowa. Iowa beat the hell out of them. I think Mich- yep. Michigan beat the hell out of them, too. Um, yep. So they do good. They do good against same or lesser competition against competition way better. They don't. They've got a tug of a low playing quarterback. I like Maryland to win this game. All right. All right. We have some disagreement. I like it. She's at bowl. Orlando, Florida, Clemson, Iowa state Clemson up with 0.05. What are we thinking? That's a pick them. Pretty much a pick them. Yeah. And I have been going back and forth on this game um, a lot. I've, I've paid a lot of attention to it. I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be one of the best bowl games we have this year. Um, I'm actually going to lean Clemson here. I think Clemson is going to beat Iowa State as of this moment. Man, Clemson, like, towards the end of the year, their past two or three games finally just, like, figured out the offensive side of the ball. The defense has been there all year. I've been impressed is what I saw towards the tail end of the season for Clemson. However, they have lost their offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator in this month. So I'm very curious to see what happens in this game. Iowa State, I believe, is on like what their third string running back at this point. And so because of that, I think I'm going to lean with you going Clemson, even though they pretty much don't have a coaching staff right now other than Dabo. Yeah, Clemson was definitely a team that started to peak more towards India. They got better each mm-hmm. week, it seemed. Um, and I thought, like, I just thought like, Clemson still is going to just has a ton of talent on their roster, four and five stars. They're mm-hmm. loaded. Um, and so I think in a game like that, where it's kind of even teams for the most part, you've got to go with the team that has more talent in some of these bowl games. And yeah. I, I think that's. I'm with you. I'm, I'm on Clemson. All right, the last one we're talking about today in San Antonio, Texas, the Alamo Bowl game. Um, Oklahoma versus Oregon. Mm-hmm. What do you all think? Uh, so Oklahoma ago, before and after. Go ahead, Thomas. I was going to say, what, two weeks ago, both these schools didn't have a coach? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah. That's all I was gonna say. It was just a side <laughs> comment. Uh, well, uh, Oklahoma is a four and a half point favorite. That's in Texas, so Oklahoma is gonna have to be a little bit closer. Um, it's all the way down in San Antonio. I don't know if either fan base would travel well to this game, to be honest. 
because they both kind of expect more out of their programs, and it's just kind of a regular bowl in a way. It's still a solid bowl, but it's not – you know, these teams are used to going to New Year's Six Bowls and playoffs and stuff. So I don't know how, how excited they are. But Bob Stoops is making a comeback, and Oklahoma seems to still be – both teams have had tumultuous off seasons so far, but Oregon's has been worse, and I think that they are down right now, uh, just from a morale standpoint. And Oklahoma seems to be very excited about what the future holds, and the players seem to be excited and buying in right now. And Bob Stoops is coaching. I think Oklahoma is going to handle this game. I mean, I I trust Bob Stoops more as interim coach than whomever Oregon has as theirs. And just based off that and that solely, I'm going to go with Oregon, not Oregon, Oklahoma minus four and a half. Also, the Alamo Bowl is, Alamo Bowl is historically a high-scoring game, and I think we'll probably see that in here too as well. Yeah. Lots I, of opt-outs on the defensive side of the ball for Oregon, so I like it. I want yeah. Oregon to win, but I think realistically it's going to be Oklahoma. Moorhead, Moorhead left Oregon, so maybe they can score some points now. <laughs> sure. I, he's a, a bone headed coach. I don't know. I don't know why people keep giving him jobs. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think he's good at all. I would agree with that. Are we done with the games? I think we're, we're done with some games and let's move on to uh, Christmas, Virgie, right? All right. This is the Christmas special um, episode. So obviously we got to have some Christmas questions. And then I have some Christmas trivia for the boys uh, after these few questions. So first off, Home Alone 1 or 2? What's what's everyone's favorite? I like Home Alone 1 more. Um, just the original, it's kind of like, you know, you're left at home. It's kind of like um, the kid version of Die Hard essentially and Die Hard's a great Christmas movie if you haven't seen it um but in my mind in Home Alone 2 I guess Home Alone 1 it's not super plausible at all but Home Alone 2 is like just no it's not plausible at all like there there's no way a kid's going to go to New York alone and and defend off the same villains so I love Home Alone 1 more what about y'all um go ahead Allison um so I'm going to say this Obviously, Home Alone 1 is the original great idea. You have to lean that direction. It's one of, Home Alone 2 is one of, you know, sequels. is just as good, though. It, is, it, it is was good. As, it was good. They are, yeah. they are hilarious. Um, they're awesome movies. I'm going with Home Alone 1. You're going with Home Alone 1? Yeah, but all just of them. Classic. It was the original. I feel yeah. like you have to do that way. You have to. Exactly. And after that, after that they tried to make some, some other ones. And uh, those are awful. I don't think they're awful. Just not – they don't compete. Not at all. Not in the slightest. All right. Worst Christmas gift you've ever received. Go. Ooh. Thomas. I'm trying to think of um, I mean, I guess when I was a kid, like socks, because no kid wants socks when they're growing up. But, like, now that I'm older, like, I really love socks as a Christmas gift. Like, they're pretty awesome. I can never use too much. Like, I always need more socks. Like, you know, the dishwasher, not the dishwasher, the washing machine seems to take one or two every time I wash. So, um, I would say socks when I'm younger, but I really haven't had a bad Christmas gift. Usually my parents and Santa do a pretty good job. 
All right, what's your best Christmas gift? Uh, my best Christmas gift? Probably my most memorable Christmas gift was when my parents got my sisters and I a Wii, and we would play, like, Wii golf together and all that stuff. So that was really fun, like, one of the favorite ones I've ever gotten, probably. Yeah. Mine would be uh, my parents got a garage band or something. Okay. I don't know if it was garage band. That's on your Apple. It's oh, it's the one band. where you, what? Yeah, rock band. And rock so band. My oldest brother would get the guitar, I think, and then Crosby would get on the drums. And I cannot sing to save my life. And I would get on the microphone and just sing Living on a Prayer <laughs> as hard as I could. And we would just do that for hours. Can we get a live stream of your brothers and you doing that i think we should oh i know we have videos of it and it's horrifying um all right (laughs) what's yours my dad gave me a telescope one time it never got put together (laughs) so i'm gonna say that was the worst gift just because it literally never used it um pretty cool if we would actually used it but never did. Um, I got a four-wheeler one time. Foiler? A four-wheeler. Four-wheeler. <laughs> That's awesome. Foiler? Like the math method? I don't know. <laughs> Wait, that's awesome. Do you still have it? No. It's kind of like a a smaller four-wheeler because I was a kid. Like a Barbie Jeep? I got one of those. Pretty sweet. It was, a real, it was a real four-wheeler. But well, the Barbie Jeeps could be if you just like made it cooler. Y'all know the some of like those Barbie Jeep type deals. Now they come with remote controls and you can drive your really? kid That's around smart. in. That's pretty yeah, cool. So it's just like a it's like a big remote control car and you just put a little crash dummy so in there. It's like you're playing Mario Kart, but with your child like with an actual like yeah, oh, that'd, be, that'd be fun. Yeah. Get get all your friends together and everybody <laughs> we gotta, we gotta do that. That'd be awesome. Race. Yeah. <laughs> we have Mario Kart with our kids, whatever. Well, when we're older and we have children, we're doing that. No, yeah, we are absolutely cool. doing that. That'd be awesome. I'm so in. All right. Does anybody have best or worst uh, Christmas commercials? Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah. I, I have my notes. My favorite one is like that old man who's like, probably like in his early mid seventies and it's like the summertime and he starts like lifting up that like weight constantly throughout the entire year. And you're like, what is he doing? Like, why, why is he doing that? And then you find out that he had been practicing and like getting in shape all year. So he can lift his granddaughter to put the star on the Christmas tree. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. It's an incredible, incredible Christmas commercial. Yeah, that, like, that is a good one. Uh, it's yeah. awesome. It's awesome. Um, least favorite one has got to be like that car commercial where like the dude buys the two cards for his wife and him and she goes for the truck and he goes for the other car or whatever yeah and i don't really have an issue with like females driving trucks but like i feel like you're gonna have to like consult your significant other whenever you're buying two vehicles that just yeah. doesn't really seem plausible to me that you're gonna be like hey i'm gonna surprise my wife with a car like that i feel like that's a discussion that you would have with somebody so my favorite's the kid with the star. My least favorite's that car commercial. That's a good one. Addison, do you have any? I can't think of any. So I just remembered one. Um, I actually, I, I kind of Googled it, and then this one came, came up, and I remember it, and it was good. 
Remember the kid, he was a snowman, and he comes inside and eats the Campbell's soup? Oh, yeah. That is a good one. That was a good one. I don't know if I've seen that. It's good. It's good. I think so. Um, yeah. All right. Have y'all seen? Okay, go ahead, Birchie. No, you got it. Have we seen one? I was going to say, have y'all seen the one where, like, the the father, like, recently lost his wife, and they, like, used to drive this, like, old car around or whatever, and he had, like, the picture of her or whatever, and then his daughter, like, noticed that he had been going in the car a lot and got it completely refurbished and everything, and that was his Christmas gift, and yeah. Like, oh my gosh, thank you. That one's really sweet too. I like that one. Um, okay, favorite Christmas tradition. I might start with that one. So every Christmas, my family goes over to the Dyer's house, which is like our close family friends. And we have a they have a putting green in their front yard because they're big golfers. Uh Blake like plays on some tour and then little Sophia. Um, she is really good at golf and their dad played golf and stuff. And so they have a putting green in their front yard. And so we have a putting tournament every year and our families partner up with people and we play every Christmas. So I that's like it. fun. I like it. Um, we, we eat oysters every year. Ooh. We used to just fry them. We would just get like a, a pint or a quart or whatever. And we just fry a lot and make, like poor boys and stuff. Um, and now we actually just get a sack of oysters and we shuck them and eat them on the half shell and, you know, Fine. pretty good. Uh, one of my favorites is my grandfather, uh, before he passed away a couple of years ago, he used to, we would all gather with the cousins, aunts and uncles and everything on my dad's side. And he'd read was the night before Christmas mm-hmm. and like his little Christmas outfit and everything. And now my dad does it. So that's probably one of my favorite Christmas traditions. Yeah. Then you can do it. Yeah, one day I'll do it. That's the plan. Yep. Um, all right. We had a question come in. Wesley Rule asked, is Christmas Vacation a good movie? And does Thomas have an opinion? I do have an opinion. And my opinion uh, starts with a question. And the question is, is Carter Ermshire watching this movie with you? Because if so, it is a terrible experience and you shouldn't watch it with him. It's not a good movie because he'll quote the entire time before the line is said and it's just excruciatingly painful. If he's not watching you with you, it's a pretty good movie. It's a good Christmas movie. It's not great, but like it's good. That's awesome. I don't know if I've seen it. It's hilarious. It's a hilarious movie. It's a, it's a good movie. Yeah. But when Carter's watching it with you, it's pain. It's really painful. I will say this. No one goes on vacation, though. Well, that's like, yeah, there's several vacation movies, aren't there? Yeah. And so it was like Chevy Chase and his cast's like Christmas movie. Oh, I don't know if I've seen this. Maybe I need to put it on my watch. Oh, you guys, if you've never seen it, you have to watch it. It's hilarious. Yeah, you you should should watch it. It's good. Before next podcast and let y'all know. It's pretty good. Also, we have another question. What is mm. everyone's favorite holiday cocktail? I like uh, <laughs> cranberry. Um, it's a cranberry Moscow mule. My coworker made it during like our holiday thing and it's really good. Uh, it's classic eggnog, you know? 
made at home from scratch, separate the eggs, you uh, make a simple syrup, you add your rum and your bourbon of choice in it, get you in the holiday spirit, put some eggnog in there, get a little nutmeg too, you're good to go. Cranberries are kind of holidayish, right? They are. I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to go just vodka cranberry. Okay. Like All right. I don't think I've ever had like a holiday cocktail. You have to look some up and make make a fun one for next week or something. You should. There are a lot on TikTok. All right. Last but not least, some Christmas trivia. And then we'll close this out. I'm going to just give y'all a few. Y'all, y'all ready? We're ready. What did the other reindeer not let Rudolph do because of his shiny red nose? They wouldn't let poor Rudolph join any reindeer games. Reindeer games. Bingo! That's we right. got it. Nice, yes, Addison. Nice, Addison. All right. Elvis isn't going to have a white Christmas. He's going to have a blue, blue. Christmas. Yeah, nice. That was good. All right. In Home Alone, where are the McAllisters going on a vacation when they leave Kevin behind in the first one? Florida. No, that's the second. Mm, that's the second one, isn't it? No, they are going to Florida. They're going. No, no, the no they're, going, they're, going, they're going like they're going abroad. They're going somewhere abroad. No, I thought that was the second one. They go to London. I no. think you have them flipped. No, I'm pretty sure I'm right. It's Paris. Yeah, that's what I thought. But I the can't. second one, because in the it's first cool. one, they never leave the airport. In the second one, there's the scene where they're in the hotel room or like wherever they are and it's raining and everyone's like, wow, I wish I was in New York like Kevin. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, which country did eggnog come from? Let me think about that. I don't know. Where? Addison, you got a guess? Which country Britain. did eggnog come from? I'm, I'm going to guess Ireland. England. England. They're close. Um, where was baby Jesus born? Jerusalem. <laughs> in Bethlehem yeah Bethlehem <laughs> all right one more question <laughs> I gotta find a good one uh quick while you're finding a good one uh Mary Morgan Miracle on 34th Street is also my dad's favorite Christmas movie that's, so, my uh, that's a good one my mother's favorite Christmas movie is It's a Wonderful yeah. Life and it's incredible oh wait no my dad's favorite movie is It's a Wonderful Life it's so good I love It's a Wonderful Life it's it is very good. Makes you tear up every time. Oh, uh, every time. Yep. All right. What the last one? Which country started the tradition of putting up a Christmas tree? I don't know. Uh, which one? Germany. Okay. And that's really. really. Yeah. Really. All right, last one, so y'all actually know the answer to this. Okay. What word follows Silent Night in the song? Wait, what'd you say? What words follow Silent Night in the song? Holy Night. Holy night. Nice, Holy great. Night. All right, 
Merry right, Christmas to all of our loyal fans listening. Shout out to my brother, Emery, for coming on the podcast. Thanks for being a special guest. Um, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at homefield underscore tailgate, Twitter, HFT underscore official, and Spotify. Turn on those notifications so you can be notified every single time we have a podcast every Thursday. Merry Christmas, and we will see you next week. Bye.